0: And so I just want to, you know, I'm I'm being sensitive to. Okay guys, if you have high prolactin levels, it doesn't automatically mean that you have a brain tumor.
1: Hi, I'm Mary Wong. And i'm dr tanya wild we're wellness experts fertility strategists and moms who overcame infertility infusing science and all things natural we are on a
0: mission to boost your mood your bod and your inner mama spirit as you navigate this thing
1: called life from fertility to pregnancy and mamahood through menopause think of us as your own personal fertility squad as you make grow birth and raise your baby Fasten your seatbelts, lean lean in, in. and get ready to learn and be encouraged.
0: This is my Fruitology Podcast. So, we did an episode on DHEA and how sometimes it's kind of like used as a blanket supplement for people trying to get better egg quality. And what I see, um, I don't know about you, Tanya, is like I I also see some people take Vitex a lot, the Chase Tree berries. So, I would, you know, we're going to talk about you know its indications, what is it really for,
1: and would it be effective for you? Right, so it is used often as a fertility supplement. And we used to think that it can increase progesterone, uh, but it's actually more of an adaptogen, kind of helps you adapt to stress. And there is some studies to show, and I've seen it clinically too, that it's very effective for premenstrual symptoms. And then there is a little bit of research to show that it can help with the luteal uh, phase defects where there's a shorter luteal phase. The luteal phase is the second half of the menstrual cycle, so after ovulation. And we recommend that people kind of evaluate that because if it's uh, shorter than 12 days, that's considered kind of a luteal phase defect. It may impact um, uh, fertility. So is it shorter than 12? I thought it was shorter than 10 really yeah we we try to I, I actually haven't seen anybody recently with shorter than 12 and have you seen patients with shorter than 10 mm-hmm. really? well, okay that's, like so, yeah. that's a true that would be face defect yeah definitely sure. <laughs> so it's been a while since i've used vitex for that indication uh, typically, I would be using it for um, women who are experiencing a lot of premenstrual symptoms. So, breast tenderness, mood changes, painful periods, even, it can be helpful for that. And there is good research to show that it's helpful with those things. And I see it clinically. And then there um, is a little bit of research to show that it can help with high prolactin levels. So, prolactin is a hormone that comes from the pituitary. And in some women um, who have hyperprolactin, which is elevated prolactin levels on their blood. It could be coming from a pituitary tumor or pituitary stalk. So like the pituitary shape, like a head with a stalk. And if the stalk is producing extra um, prolactin uh, medications uh, are often used like So, like We wouldn't replace yeah. it for that if it's needed. But if the levels are super low, um, it you know, Victex can sometimes be uh, a helpful. Uh, Alternative, but generally speaking, if the levels are really high and it's a tumor, bromocryptine or surgery is indicated to remove that uh, benign tumor. um, Which can also impede the ability to. and ovulate and Yeah, because right? it so, prevents ovulation. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah. I I love it that you address this because you know in from coming from a TCM point of view with regards to PMS, short luteal phase, menstrual cramps, all those kinds of things. Like we'll treat it coming from the point of view of acupuncture, Chinese herbal medicine. So I guess the reason why I want to bring this up is. Gosh, like people can get confused. It's like, do I do Chinese medicine? Do I do Western supplementation, like what you're saying about Vitex? So what I see is that people can intermingle, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's no contraindication no. in my mind in terms of having a person taking supplements from either someone like you, a naturopathic doctor or a functional medicine practitioner to a TCM practitioner.
1: Oh, 100% not. And anyone who says that, oh, you can't do another treatment together um, has other, you know, motives behind that. Unfortunately, that's what I would say. I think it's even better um, sometimes to have like an entire village of people kind of supporting you where you're having nutrition advice that's sound and then you're getting acupuncture to improve your digestion to be able to absorb that nutrition. Um, And then perhaps you have a personal trainer. I mean, like the more, the bigger the team, the better uh, in life, right? The more support you have. Um, It's a village. It does take a village, takes a village to make a baby sometimes and then grow our babies and take care of ourselves as we age. So I think it's important to recognize that, um, you know, you need people with good qualifications so that, you know, if things are kind of interacting or when to take it in the day, if you're taking herbs and vitamins or perhaps TCM. Uh, traditional Chinese medicine herbs. um, But it's very rare that I would say stop taking that unless there's side effects. If someone's coming in and they're having diarrhea like crazy, and they're on a traditional Chinese medicine herb, or they're taking a supplement that's, you know, causing that, you know, break it down, figure it out. Usually we jump to whatever they're taking before we even look at the diet, um, because it's more likely to cause, you know, digestive upsets. It's it's very rare that you get side effects for vitamins, herbs, more common with medications. But You know, there are still extra things you're putting in your body, so that's something you turn to first from a side effect perspective. So right. So going going back back to to vitex, vitex, it is a lovely little herb that um, I've used over the years with polycystic ovary syndrome to help me regulate my cycle. So I'll use it for that too. So if a woman has irregular ovulation um, and and she has P C O S, that seems to be very helpful along with herbs like black cohosh um because they're lacking um you know estrogen progesterone they're just not ovulating at all so we're trying to kind of reset um it is helpful i see for that but it's so individualized you can't just take vitex for fertility and think "Oh, i'm gonna get pregnant it doesn't work that way it doesn't work that way but and that's Mm -hmm. what people come in they're like oh i'm taking vitex for my fertility and i'm like right and then why do you know why (laughs) yeah yes right Right. Yeah. So it's very um, kind of more specific. And uh, what I find interesting, so there are sometimes it's confusing because you're trying to figure out if a patient has polycystic ovary syndrome and she's not ovulating because of that. Or if she's, you know, if she happens to be a a slim woman who has symptoms of PCOS, perhaps she's got acne or, you know, hair. um, But then it turns out that she's not ovulating because she was a gymnast in her history or, um, you know, a dancer and she's, her body fat's so low. She has Mm -hmm. something called hypothalamic amenorrhea. Sometimes that can cause Hi prolactin levels, and so then we're confused because we're like, okay, does she have PCOS? Does she have high prolactin because she has a tumor in her brain, or um, you know, or is she just her body fat so low? And I've seen it several times where the the dancers and the gymnasts who are you know trying to recover that connection between the you know the the uh, the brain and the ovaries, like that um, that disconnect, we're trying to recover it. That they um, have hyperlactin levels. It's kind of fascinating, anyhow. So um, vitex can be helpful in those scenarios as well, but it's not because it's actually impacting, you know, a, a brain tumor. If, if you have a brain tumor, you definitely, you know, benign or not, it's got to be addressed with medications. And sometimes you can use Phytex with it to uh, require less meds, but sometimes it does absolutely zero doesn't right. help at all.
0: And so I just okay. want to, you know, I'm, I'm being sensitive to okay, guys, if you have pri- high prolactin levels, it doesn't automatically mean that you have a brain tumor. So let's not jump the gun. That's what I mean. We're just saying there is a possibility. So you may want to get it checked out. But listen, it's naturally occurring. You're going to have high prolactin levels when you are actually breastfeeding. So
1: that is normal. Correct. So we can't prevent that. And then under eating. That's what I mean. Sorry, I didn't make that clear that sometimes under eating can cause high prolactin.
0: Right. And so, yeah, we're not wanting to cause alarm, but it's like, you know, this is why testing, we mentioned it in multiple episodes, it's like testing is actually a really great way to see your baseline of where you're at. And when I mean by baseline, it's like, you are this way in the moment, but it doesn't have to mean that you're going to be like this for the rest of your life. There are lots of things that you can do proactively, whether it's taking supplements or actual medication to lifestyle dietary changes.
1: And understanding the whole picture.
0: Yeah. And again, you know, we are always big proponents of having a team. So you really, for something like this, you don't mess around and you'd want to definitely have healthcare providers that will guide you through and help normalize and balance you as a
1: whole human being. Yeah. Absolutely, I find it funny and interesting um, that the system of medicine has gotten so far away, uh, conventional medicine, from looking at the whole picture. You, you're only allowed in, you know, when you go to a waiting room to address one concern. Right, but that one concern. Perhaps you're exhausted and you're tired, and your periods are heavy well, your iron is probably low. So maybe they're addressing that one thing, but why is your iron low? Maybe your lining is thick. So like it's it's like figuring out like the root cause and dealing with the multi-systemic picture to yes. then be able to treat you. So um, even though we are only allowed to address one complaint, that's also educating society that we're almost disconnected. Yeah. You know, that everything's yeah. connected. And, and it is. And so that's why, even though we're talking
0: specifically about one supplement, Vitex Although we kind of go off (laughs) our tangents tangents. (laughs) on tangents uh, at the end of the day, it's really about treating the whole you, and it's not like one magic supplement. There's never just one magic supplement to have you be that whole best version of you. We really need to look at the both picture, but at the picture, both in a physical way, mental, emotional way, even like spiritually, like, you know, how are you doing in all of those realms because that impacts your physical body. And that's all I have to say, and um, I think it's time. And so please go ahead and peruse all of our freaking phenomenal podcasts because there are so many topics that are relevant in your life and in the lives of the people in your life. (laughs) So share and please DM us. Tell us if you have any questions or or like if you want to uh, hear about a specific topic, definitely reach out to us and we shall see you real soon. Music mm-hmm.